Not only do I turn looks, I turn bottoms into tops. I might be a bear, but deep down I'm just a kitten. Hello! I'm Hunter Hardin. And I'm Papa the Bear. And And welcome welcome to to the Real House Bears of Salt Lake City. Podcast. Oh, Cupid. <laughs> did you like my hand motions? I did like that. How I like I rested my hands, you my head look, on my hands. Like you I was look sleeping. Like, who was it? Da Vinci that did the angels, the artwork of the of the little angel baby cupids. Am I thinking of the right artist? Oh, all the little little fat baby little baby yeah. angels. What are those called? There's another word for them. I can't remember off the top of my head. I don't remember. But you look Ch- like chubs, them. cherubs, cherubs. There, there you go. go. The chubs, the chubs, <laughs> the, the cherubs, the cherubs. Yes, you were exactly. You you are a cherubic, dainty little, cherub. little 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 wings carrying my body with your with... cupid arrow. I sure got you. You sure did. <laughs> you sure did. And guess what else? I got. We got. We. You, as uh, soon we, as we said that we were no longer <laughs> going to bring up our bottle of tequila, and I really think it was completely coincidence. I don't total coincidence. Yeah, I don't expect for a second that Lisa Barlow hears our podcast. No, <laughs> but she t- does like our podcast and everything we do post. So thank yes. you, Lisa. <laughs> and she sent us our bottle of tequila. Yay! Yay! We got a bottle of tequila. Thank you so over. much. And what's even more awesome? It was like we already had some of the Vita Blanco, but she sent us the Añejo. Mm-hmm. And we got to meet her the, lovely... The Anjo. <laughs> yes, the Anjo. <laughs> we got to meet her lovely assistant, Des. I think it was Desi. Oh, either way. It either. Was, she was She's a really, really sweet, really pretty girl. She, yeah, she was very apologetic for taking so long. And I'm like, girl, you're Lisa Barlow's like assistant. I'm you're... sure you're like super busy. <laughs> yeah. How dare you not put us priority? <laughs> for this free gift. <laughs> I know. But it was a really, really nice gift. But to celebrate, we actually we uploaded a video... Just right before we started recording this podcast. Mm-hmm. Onto our YouTube. Yeah, so we did try a cocktail with the Blanco, which we already had. It's called the Vito Rojo drink. And it was quite delicious. Yes, it was the Valentine's drink. Yes. And so we also re- pulled out our the reveal mm-hmm. of the nice gift from Lisa Barlow. So if this does get to your ears, Lisa Barlow, thank you again. That was really so generous of you. And we're so excited to have got to receive it. And um, yeah. we're looking forward to making a new cocktail with the Añejo. Have more tequila. Mm-hmm. And come on to our podcast so we can talk about your future endeavors. Yeah. Well, we, we don't need to talk about housewives. We could talk about anything that's going on in your life, girl. Seriously, or we can just shit talk. Give us some <laughs> give us some goals, girl. I want some goals. I'm really excited to talk about uh my thoughts on Lisa in general and well, this reunion in general, but um you know, a lot of the ladies really woke up. One person in particular woke up. <laughs> Before she fell asleep. Before she fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we when we were getting ready to record this, we were like, I'm so worried. You know, it's the reunion. They're going to be talking about things that we've already talked about. What are we, what are we going to have to talk about? And then... We got into it. There's a lot of stuff we can talk about. I was like, holy cow. Only in the first 15 minutes, we were like... Wow, that was a lie. Oh my gosh, we're, we're going to have too much to talk about. But what I was surprised about in this first episode was most of the attacks and focus was on Lisa. 
Yeah. Like everything Lisa. Oh, yeah. It was like everything about Lisa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just went into this reunion assuming it was going to be everyone against Jen Shaw, but episode one was cast versus Lisa. This is like the cherry on the icing on the topping of the cake tonight. Like, uh, Yeah, and so I was kind of surprised by that. Um, but Miss Lisa held her own. She, I, she always does. She really did. Um, oh, but before we get into this episode, one more thing. Mm. So to um, before having our delicious Vida Rojo cocktail, we actually uh, took a little bit of a drive downtown, uh, around town just to spend Valentine's Day together and to listen to our recording <laughs> of our um, Live Love Lab episode. It's actually the second recording that we've yes, done. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know what? If we did not get to record it almost immediately again, I'm going to be like, I was going to be like, the people who listen to us are going to think we're the biggest liars. First, we're like, oh, guess what? Lisa Barlow is going to send us a bottle of Yeah, it doesn't happen for and months. And then it never shows up. And I'm like, oh, guess what? We were on Heather Gay's podcast. And then it never It never has come out. I'm like, they're going to think we're the biggest liars in the world. But yeah, you'll hear all about that. So what happened was the audio, they had brand new audio and stuff. And we'll go into another episode. But they had brand new audio and the audio just didn't take. And thank God, because I felt like a nervous wreck on the first one. I couldn't get my tagline right. I couldn't even get our house bears tagline right. <laughs> so we got to do a do-over for that episode of Live Love Lab. And we just, like I said, and we got to listen to it today. Y'all, it oh was so God. much fun. We were la- like, in the car, we were dying laughing and listening to seriously, it. Seriously, it's four friends hanging yeah. out and cutting up. It was. It went by so fast, too. I, you know, I'm having a little bit of sadness that we're not recording with them right now, to be honest. They're so much fun to be around. I know, and it's always going to be like that. We need Drether Hardenwood to be back together. Drether Hardenwood. Let's, I mean, we're going to have to, we don't have a choice. I like a man in a vulnerable position. We don't. It's just meant to be. And you know what? As soon as people hear it, the people are going to demand it. You know, you know what? You're right. You're right. <laughs> I want to, I want to, I want to accept that. You speak it out into the airwaves, and I'm going, I'm going to receive that. You just, you just bring that in. To your I'm own going little to universe. Bring it in. Trance state is the bomb. So be on the lookout for our bonus episode. We haven't quite decided when we're going to um, send it out. Uh, certainly not until after I'm done editing this current episode yeah. that we're <laughs> recording. So maybe this week, maybe we'll save it for post Salt Lake City. Like, oh no, we've missed Salt Lake City. So here's some bonus content. Yeah, you don't know. We're we, not we haven't totally sure, but it is happening, and it is true, you it's guys. Real. We're it's not. Real. We're not even it's joking. Real, <laughs> but definitely. Again, in the meantime, Live Love Lab will be releasing it. Yeah. So make sure to subscribe to Live Love Lab and listen. In the while you're waiting for our episode to come out, listen to some of their previous episodes. It's really, I really learn a lot every time I listen to their podcast, and I there I receive tools from my life. Yeah. Every time I listen to an episode from their podcast, so check them out and while you're waiting for our Heather. and Dre and Heather have such good chemistry. Oh well, it's... you can you can tell why that they're best friends and why they're best friends. Exactly. So you know, yeah. Like... We love you guys. We know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Not like, climb up his leg or anything yet. Just wait after dessert. Well, I loved this reunion. 
Oh, my goodness. Holy cow. In the first season, first episode, it was almost as intense as the Vegas episode. I don't really remember them really having, like, a calm before everything started going on. Because, you know, you, like, talk about everybody's life and what's going on. It was just, like, kind of snarky jib-jabs right away. And then all of a sudden, it was just full-blown out, just yelling at each other. These ladies have had a year to stew and to watch and to read and to just come. They were ready to air it out on this beautiful set. Let the games begin. Yeah, I wanted to say something about this set. Stunning. It's the most beautiful set there's ever been for a reunion. I would have to agree that, too, because I really love the Mountain Lodge kind of look, and I love aspen trees. And, yeah. Uh, they. I mean, this the sets are always up in their game year after year after year, show after show. But, but a this, lot of times it just looks like a luxury hotel yeah, or something. This this literally looked like the set of a movie or of a stage show. They even was, had the fire pit in the middle I with know, lights in it. it I mean, it was really awesome. I want to go beautiful. there. <laughs> uh, so it's in New York, even though it looks like they're straight up in the mountains. They, they're all all of them are arriving in New York, and we start off with Whitney's assistant saying, we're going to show all the girls today, and yes, yes, they are. <laughs> she's, she's the first one to bring out receipts. And, well, and they are in the form of her chest. <laughs> I was going to say something about that. Some of these ladies are going to start trying to give the Atlanta ladies some cleavage, like, run for their money. Oh, wow. I've got a lot more to talk about. <laughs> you know, I've got, a, I've got a new assessment of the wardrobe. Talking um, about wardrobe, okay, in this little clip scene before this, for a second there, I thought Mary had on a completely different dress than she did for a reunion dress. But then I was like, oh, that's her makeup dress. Yes, and what was that? It was so together uh, sheet held together by pearls. Oh, see, I thought it was like a pirate shirt with puffy sleeves <laughs> adorned with like pearl necklaces. I thought it was the homemade Halloween costume that my mom made for me when I was in elementary school, just sewed together by uh, you know a prayer and a fingernail and, <laughs> and held together by pearls. Well, thank God she changed because her reunion outfit was oh, gorgeous. Yay. Beautiful. I have <laughs> nothing but great things to say about how gorgeous Mary is in this reunion. Um, so since we're like best friends with Heather Gay and stuff, she was telling us about the first time she met like Andy Cohen and stuff and how excited she was and how good he smelled. And she said that when they got together for like a picture or something, she did that half like half hand, half off the back thing because she was nervous to put her hand all the way on his back. I thought that was so cute. <laughs> so when you see her in this, ep- this scene, like meeting him and stuff, and she's just like, well, it, it's peaked. We've already hit yeah. up here. Like this all is the- downhill from here. Yeah, I love that. I think you could see how excited she was to meet Andy. And let the games begin. I mean, she hit the yes, nail ma'am. on the head there. And then back to Mary for a minute, because Andy asked Mary how she's doing, and she's like, I'm know. feeling something. I feel something. I'm like, what yeah. do you mean you're feeling? I was like, what are you feeling? And he even asks, what are you feeling? And I'm like... How is nerves? How is the word nerves so hard to She's come like, up with? Nerves, Mary? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was for sure that because of this moment that Mary was going to be, you know, Mary for the whole the whole reunion. But boy, am I wrong about that? Mm. We'll get into Mary. The hair. Uh, well, yeah. well, Mary it just wakes up. Being a first lady, you lead by example. Oh, she sure does. Mary just wakes up. I love Heather or Jen Shaw's understated hair. 
She looks like she could whip that around her head. You know what it really reminded me of was in Romeo and Michelle when she's whipping her hair around in the, in the, in the beginning. She's like, it looked hot. It hurt, but it looked hot. <laughs> so the more I've looked at the reunion dresses, my opinion has changed. Like Jen Shaw's dress, I really loved on the mannequin form, but the more I'm seeing it on her, I'm not loving it at all, to be honest with mm. you. The sleeve's a bit too big for her petite little body. Okay. And on social media, I believe it was actually the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram made a post saying Jen Shaw's dress looks like bacon. This looks like some real bullshit right now. And now I can never unsee it though. But if you look at the design and the color contrast of it, I was like, why did you say that to me? Because now that's all I can see. You know who I'm liking more and more is Whitney's dress. I agree. With that one slip of like striptease leg right out the side. I'm like, you get it, girl. I heard her say, I believe it was on the Daily Dish, that it was so uncomfortable for her because she had to sit up with perfect posture for like, you know, this like 12 to 13 hour shooting day. And plus she wanted to make sure that her leg was out of the slit. And so she was like perfectly posed for that many hours. And that sounds painful. Oh, my back. I'd rather be at church right now. I know, my back already hurts. But I am now way more in love with Lisa Barlow's whole look, but her dress as well. Her dress, it really moves beautifully, even when she's getting up to, like, mm. later in the... Yell at, point at people it, and yell. <laughs> and, and her hair and her face mm-hmm. really are showstoppers here. Her hair and face are, I know there's been a lot of hate about the spray tan, and you might even want to say a minute oh, about yeah, the spray yeah, tan. Yeah. I just want to say, Lisa, there is a big furry white pillow behind you. Do not lean back. <laughs> right? Do not it lean back. solid white. But her hair and face really she is so, took she, over She is me. a very gorgeous woman. Like, yeah. you can't say that she's not. <laughs> Completely. Just remember, you don't have to say everything you think. <laughs> So this is the Super Bowl, guys. Y'all, this is the Super Bowl. This is the Super Bowl, guys. Dare I give it two thumbs up? (laughs) (laughs) So I found the, I'm always fascinated to hear what the, how Andy greets them. Like what kind of thing is he going to say or what kind of Mm -hmm. question are they going to give? So for Andy, or for uh, Lisa, he first asks about if God cares that she owns a tequila company. And I thought that was cute. Mm -hmm. God will never care that I own a tequila company. Especially her response. She was right in, especially yeah, yeah, yeah. when she's like, he blesses me with selling more of it every day. <laughs> All right, Diva. Yeah, he keeps blessing me with selling more. And then he asked Whitney about the stripper pole, and she's like, I couldn't get at that on the plane. That was really funny. Whitney probably is like, I am more than just a stripper pole, you guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, anyway, I want to keep a few of my comments to myself. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> um, I'm okay with being known for a stripper pole myself. Um, and then we moved to Heather. She's got a DM for from Rihanna. Dude, that is sick. Oh, and you know what? We're basically on the same level because we went to a Rihanna concert and we were awarded seats on the floor because of our costumes. Yes. Um, but uh, we were literally five feet away from Rihanna when she came out from the back. It was so it was amazing. Cool. It was really But yeah, really that's cool. pretty... That's pretty B.A. to get a DM from Rihanna. Seriously, but they cut to Lisa, and she looks... You know, I don't like to use the word jealous, but Lisa looks jealous. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. And then Mary still doesn't know how how many homes she has. This is one of my favorite homes. (laughs) Um, 
Jen? Is she going to be Shaw amazing or Zen Jen? <laughs> Should we expect Zen Jen today? I don't, I don't know. In this first part, in this episode, she is pretty zen. She is so far I, so good. I'm just going to see as so we start far, wearing so her good. out a little bit more by the third episode, It yeah. there's going to be broken glass everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to Meredith. Last but not least, after all these great, funny, interesting questions and anecdotes, we get to Meredith. Meredith, are you wearing your own jewelry? <laughs> I mean, we got stripper poles and DMs from Rihanna, and then you ask Meredith if she's wearing her own jewelry. You I know mean, what? Yeah, I, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, I guess it's good for her business, but it doesn't really make her sound all that exciting. <laughs> I mean, why didn't he ask her if she brought her ski goggles for after the reunion? Oh, that's good. See? Oh, that's good. That would just make my ears ring. I'm done engaging on the conversation. <laughs> like, literally. But you know what? It was funny that Lisa mentioned that she wants lessons from Whitney on the Poland stuff. And during that one, like, recap, she, like, says multiple times how she's like, quit dancing like that. You just got a stripper pole. Like, you know, yes. just, like, judging her the entire time. But in, right now, she's like, I want to get lessons from Whitney. I know. And I was like, oh, it looks like... Uh, Whitney and Lisa are buds. I was like, maybe we're going. This is going to be different than what I thought. No, no. So they start off with the first season recap, which really just looks like a big old party. The first season recap literally just looks like a giant party. It's just got meatballs, shirtless men, and lots of twerking, twerking, thumbs up parties, thumbs up. Two thumbs up is the fu. It was um, awesome. Does one tracksuit make a collection? I mean, does one tracksuit make a collection? <laughs> Did the silence just get deafening? I'm feeling really uncomfortable. <laughs> um, but you know, um, they do kind of talk about the thumbs up situation where I believe that we've all been like, really? Who knew that thumbs up meant that? But when Lisa clears it up, which was just it's like, it was the intention. Yeah, I knew, I get you know when you get in an F.U. text. I was well, like, I gotcha. And you know what? I wasn't surprised hearing that Mary legit didn't have anybody to style her. She legit just threw wigs on. So you making fun of her this entire season is really rude. Uh-uh. No, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> because there is a salon right around the corner from our house that specializes in hair for people of color. So she could have come over here to West Valley City and got her hair did with just the rest of us. Yeah, my hair was bad. Mine took all of us home. I think they also sell luggage out of there, too. I'm not, I'm not, I don't think that's where she wants to go. <laughs> but actually, I love the fact that Mary was so apologetic about her hair. Well, it's, but I don't know if you, I believe that there's not a salon for pe people with, for people who have different textured hair. Oh yeah, she could have found somebody easily, but you know, I I felt bad because women are very attached to their hair, and she does without say like that's a part a doubt, of her. Without a doubt, I agree wholeheartedly. You know, I I go back and forth between how mean I can be about Mary. It's like a, if I told you, like, what if you nicked your beard and you just accidentally <gasps> had to shave your how beard? How dare off? you? I feel like your hair is a part of your ensemble. Well, we take a break until your beard grew. Back. Yes, we would. I'm like, sorry, guys, we have to halt filming immediately. <laughs> I, I was just saying in her own life. I was like, I, you're going to have a bag on your head until that grows back. Someone call Fuzzy Nate right now. <laughs> Fuzzy Nate's our barber. So I, and our ordained minister that and, married us. And the guy who married <laughs> us, yes. But you skipped over um, all of the great moments of Mary and her hair for meatball on a stick. You know, I love a good meatball and I love fun food and... 
I'm not afraid to order it. Just say it. You love balls. <laughs> yeah, I love balls. How many licks does it take? I love balls. <laughs> balls. And you can feel that weight and the heaviness. Are you comfortable? Are you take those balls away from your hands just let those balls be we love the meatballs oh i said meatballs <laughs> oh i said meatballs already <laughs> uh, there's there's a nice uh, i i love heather gay's uh, response about fun food why not and they're in ball form who doesn't love balls i love balls for sure um we go back to the swinger scene which is ironic that we're coincidental, maybe, that we saw that because I actually met a real life swinger at this barber shop at Fuzzy Nates that we were just now mentioning. Oh, that's right. I, I was there that. getting my, my beard done, and, and our, our barber slash minister, not really minister, but um, he's like, Yeah, that guy's into swinging. And we start talking about it. He even invited me to the swingers party. I was like, I don't know if the right kind of people are going to be there for me, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is real. People, people in Utah are generally just kind of sexually repressed. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, a lot of faceless profiles on the dating apps. Lots of torso pictures. Yeah, for those. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> there is quite an under... I was blown away when we moved to Salt Lake City and found out that there were, like, underground sex parties happening all the time. That's not oh, yeah. something that happens in South Carolina that I know. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, um... After we recap about the swingers and all that good stuff, we move over to Meredith and Brooks and an older woman picking on a child. When they called Jen an older woman picking on a child, I was like, you're making Jen sound like she's in her 70s and you're making Brooks sound like... he's like 10. He, yeah. No, and first of all, you let Brooks be on this show and he chose to be on the show, which is... It's a, the real housewife show. Have you ever seen the show where people don't judge that person's life? It, it's just ridiculous how I under, completely understand how defensive she is about it because it's her child. But you know what? If it was if it was my mom, she would have been like, "Listen, we're going to be on a show. I would love to like take this opportunity for you to show your line, but you need to make a couple more different ones so you could be in this fashion show." I didn't think it was particularly nice, but it's not untrue because one outfit does not make a collection. Now, Meredith said that he used his own money to start his brand, but didn't he say in one of his confessionals that his mom is the reason why he got his brand? Maybe he didn't maybe he didn't say financially. Well, and, pl- and it's also probably easy when you don't have to pay for college or anything to save up some money. But anyways, that's true. We've that's gone true. Uh, we've beaten that Brooks thing to death and I think social media has <laughs> sure. beaten that to death, but it's you know, I I don't think um, Jen Shaw was in wrong. You know, <laughs> well, Mary did. I like that Mary didn't get that it wasn't the same tracksuit. She's <laughs> like they were they were. Sure, different. Well, I was, was like, di- well, Brooks's was different. Sure, well, it was different. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just something he threw together right then. Well, let's get into the vagina. We're gonna get into the vagina. Are we going to get into the vagina? We're going to get into the vagina. I don't want to go. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, we start off with Jen being asked about throwing the party for Meredith and making it about her. And I thought Meredith was very gracious about that. Can you believe... How did we not know until the reunion that that was Lisa Barlow's birthday? <laughs> Poor Lisa. How do we not know that? <laughs> and they, like, had so... Those tricky editors, they had so many scenes of her saying, it's my birthday. Even on the Shaw mic, she was saying, it's my birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. birthday to me. 
seriously, how how did we how do we not know that? Why why couldn't it have been a joint birthday party? And how come Lisa didn't have a party? Well, well, that's, Heather was like Lisa wasn't throwing a party for Meredith, so it's that's true. why Jen should. So I I guess that's I guess I mean that's a point for sure. But, but to be honest, the birthday situation was for Meredith. On Lisa's birthday, but made for Jen Shaw. Right. So, but you guys, nobody be upset. <laughs> right. You know, even Lisa said episodes ago, you know, most things are about Jen, but this is about Jen and her husband. <laughs> so, this is about Jen and Meredith. Yes. <laughs> um, and so, we really get into the snub felt around the world at the party there in one of the very first episodes when Heather and Lisa saw each other. Who's... At the Eyes Wide Shut party? <laughs> yes. Who's back was to whom okay so snubbed whom we haven't talked about this yet no we haven't but it okay so in my head if i am heather gay right now i am embodying heather gay right now okay the anxiety of meeting lisa and running into lisa knowing all this like rumors and stuff would have me very uh nervous and i would have it planned in my head of how exactly it's gonna go but then brooks Gets right in the way of her, of her and Lisa, and so they kind of do this weird like back and forth, kind of like when you like run into somebody at the end of the hallway and you move left and they move right and you move right yes, and they move left yes. and you do that weird little dance and it's completely awkward. And then they say like "Have a good day" and you're like "Thank" you, or you're like "Nice one too" or something yeah. stupid. Like you don't even uh, yes because you're so flustered in your head. I agree because yeah. I kind of saw I like her. That. I saw Heather look at Lisa and then disengage quicker. Well, you can see that Heather is actually like moving herself yes. around to like look over whoever is standing in front of her. Brooks. Was it Brooks? It was Brooks. It looked like Heather was like practically trying to push Brooks out of the way to say hi to Lisa. But I can't un- also understand why Lisa might have felt it was the other way around because it was a- one of those moments where neither person really understands yeah. what's going on or what's the right I kind of felt like Heather would just kind of like disengage quicker than she wanted to but and it kind of came off on Lisa. How do you feel? Like well, I I mean, I feel like um, what really matters are, are all the great moments here on the reunion when Heather is saying stuff like, um, I'm grateful for our friendship. You are wonderful, Heather, welcoming, and I'm so grateful Heather for our friendship. Was so de- <laughs> No, I'm, <laughs> she is such a little smart ass. It cracks me up. I love it so much. <laughs> so, um, I mean, again, I think it's understandable why they both feel some sort of way about it. I think it was all just a misunderstanding. But this <laughs> moment here on the reunion, we get into the whole dismissive sequence <laughs> and all kinds. This is a really, I mean, we're only 10 minutes into the episode, and there's just like one liner after one liner. And after Lisa's one liner. already rolling. Roll the footage. Roll footage. Roll the footage. Lisa Barlow is in charge of this reunion, and don't you think otherwise. And she lets Andy Cohen know about it in in the next episode. Um, But Mary, again, Mary is like inserting herself into every conversation throughout Mm -hmm. this entire reunion episode. Oh, she Mary inserts herself alive. She the finale and reunion part one so far is just like, and Lisa too. I think from like Vegas on is when Lisa really found her stride Mm -hmm. as well. I agree. And so these women are just again they've had a year to. Well, and plus Mary has been like kind of sheltered up in her closet drinking protein power shakes and stuff getting ready for tonight (laughs) (laughs) but be careful when you yell roll footage because it may not look in your favor because again heather gay was clearly trying to greet her yeah but i see that uh, yeah 
Well, we're not going to move on. I mean, again, it was clearly. I think it was just that awkwardness that kind of separated them. If that whole thing with Brooks wasn't right there, I think they would have been able to have an easier interaction to to connect easier instead of that whole like, oh, ran into you when we passed the corner kind of interaction. Uh, and yeah, uh, uh, there's a lot of people also calling each other a liar on this. <laughs> a lot of people calling liar. And what was really awesome is it cuts for a commercial break and comes back and they're still just going. Oh, yeah. They are still just going at each other. This is where a good time girl is addressed. And Lisa denies it. Denies and folks, it. Um, by the way, Beauty Lab and Laser does have good time girl t shirts, <laughs> which we might happen to have. Oh, uh, we might have a lot of beauty. But lab I, think swag. You can, I think you can get their merch on their website. Yeah, so I think so. She has a thumbs up t shirt. She has Beauty Lab and Laser t-shirts. She has a shirt that just says Sinners. Yes, so check out the merch on the Beauty Lab and Laser website. Um, Um, But, you know, Lisa says that she denied calling her a good time girl, but she basically was just calling her a a whore, so good time girl was a nice way of saying it. So just say, yeah, you said a good time girl. She said, I'm I'm a lot more fun than this mess. I'm a lot more fun than this mess. (laughs) I'm a lot more fun than this mess. I was like, Heather Gay. You better get it, sister. I I need a t-shirt that says, I'm a lot more fun than this mess. You can have like an arrow. You know, like, I'm with stupid. Yes, with an arrow. I'm a lot more fun than this mess. That's awesome. There you go, merch ideas, ladies. Um, But listen, they're they're not going to move on from this. They're not going to move on. But I understand their friendship now, because in our relationship, in our friends, like we do run into the same people in our circles a bunch of times but would you say you know them like do you know where they work do you know their life i'd be like yeah i know i know them but i don't know them i yeah i wouldn't completely discount i wouldn't be dismissive yeah i wouldn't be be dismissive so (laughs) i I guess that's the whole dismissive thing and plus calling her a good time girl instead of saying she knew her well and to a mormon especially um, at byu bring young university when there are such strict behavioral codes that means something bigger listen call me a good time girl and i'll be like okay sure you want me to flash my chits mormons say byu is breed young that's what that's what they, I've heard that from other Mormons saying that's what Brigham Young University is Brigham Young oh well that's that sounds like a good time to go for well, that sounds like a good time place to me bear <laughs> you need a man for a lot of other things that we'll discuss later <laughs> so um, now we start getting to how Lisa feels how she's better than everybody else I don't think that yeah Whitney definitely thinks that Lisa's better than her well and it looks like Heather feels that way and even Mary feels that way I mean it looks like almost every except for Meredith, who is staying quiet so far. Yeah, she's very quiet. It looks like everyone thinks that Lisa... Well, I just think Lisa just holds herself up to such a high standard, and she's so business-focused, so it's hard to connect with her. And, I, I, you know, it's probably took Meredith years to be able to have this kind of connection with Lisa. Maybe so. Lisa really does kind of seem laser focused. Mm-hmm. Um, it's maybe not so always aware of And honestly, friendings. her kind of valley girl voice kind of that it that I think that kind of gives off uh, like an air of snobbiness. And there's nothing more rewarding than that. Oh my god, have you heard the Vanessa Bayer um, oh, so on Watch good. What Happens Live where she does Lisa and, and Whitney? And Whitney so 
good. Oh, oh my, my gosh. So really good. Yeah, I, I gotta think, check that I out. I think that Amy Phillips has a Lisa out that I need to check out too, but that Vanessa Bayer is so really good. But here's another great moment where we have just a lot of things, a lot of great one-liners. Um, when Lisa says, I called you trash once. I called you trash once, and I'll explain you, that you, too. Like, she <laughs> no, I know. Not, she's not apologetic I, I didn't that. call you trash. I called you trash one time, and I'll talk about it later. <laughs> trash. Yes. And then we talk about the splits, which I didn't... Did we see before we that didn't, Lisa was doing the splits, or was that We did see that. It was, it was behind-the-scene footage. Never before Like I said, those tricky editors. Yeah, they They are. created a storyline like that. Know, and we didn't know it was Lisa's birthday. We didn't know Lisa could do the splits. We didn't know Lisa was doing it in front of Sharif. But you know what? <laughs> uh, she was actually, though, facing Whitney. I think that she was, she facing was Whitney, turned but out. But was... Yeah, it was kind of a contradiction between what she was saying, because she literally was doing the splits right in front of Sharif, as Heather Gates so beautifully pointed out. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was looking at it, I was like, but I think, I don't even know that Lisa is complete. I mean, Lisa's aware that Sharif is there, but it's really kind of, she was trying to not let Whitney out cool her. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I don't think, like, I think so. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, th- I totally agree with that. But yeah. I, I just don't think Lisa likes coming in second for anything. No, without a doubt. You know? Without a doubt. Now, moving to the green loofah hell, they called it, to Mary's Christmas tree <laughs> dress. Poor Mary. Mary loved her Oompa Loompa dress. <laughs> I love my Oofa Oofa dress. <laughs> That's what she called it. I love my Oofa Oofa dress. Uh, she loved it because of the brand name. But you know what? You know? When you've seen the picture on the runway, it actually is very pretty. If it was on someone else, it would have been more flattering. Mary just ruined it with 18 accessories. The gloves, you know, I can't. Yeah, the the bad wig wasn't enough to detract our eye from all the accessories. Um, but her, um, but I like her um, sort of like not anyone, not everyone can fit in it. <laughs> And not everyone can pull it off. It was so Lisa. But it was Mary who said it. I know, but it was such a Lisa thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> that backdoor brag. It is, a backdoor yes. brag. And then we get to start the Jen Shaw package. The Jen Shaw montage. Yeah, I really thought <laughs> I really thought it would be the Lisa or the Jen Shaw section would be so much more intense than it was. And I know that we have a lot more to go, but this first episode is really about Lisa versus Heather and everybody else as well mm-hmm. but start the Jenshaw package and Lisa is down and you know how they in the bottom left corner they show the other ladies watching the package oh yeah Lisa is down there blinking furiously I've been noticing her blinking ever since she, you said that I, well you can just like literally watch her brain working she is blinking Ticking. her blinking is like the hamster in the wheel and I also think it's like an anger meter too oh, she's yeah. like building up a little bit of anger mom's she's blinking irritated. you guys mom's blinking <laughs> everybody needs to have coke in their life my mom's eyes would always get really big like they're gonna pop out of her eyes and her bottom jaw would go out a little bit so her teeth would show we were terrified as kids like you that know, was my mom grew like six feet <laughs> mine is when i start to breathe heavy you know when i'm upset when i start to breathe heavy all right i'm like <sighs> yeah yeah <sighs> am i in trouble yes <laughs> after this recording is over young man oh no um, and then we find out that Heather's dad passed away last April. That's around the same time that my mom lost her I husband. Know. Mary's dad. Lots wow. of people passed. Lots of dads have passed away in this episode. Um, my dad, your stepdad, now 
Mary's dad. Heather's, Heather's dad. dad. Oh, uh, it's so awful. sad. That was a, a sad, a very, very sad moment. Everyone stay away from my mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get to go through Jen's plastic surgery history. And you know what? I'm not surprised by anything that she said here. I think her heritage shows a lot in her bone structure. Yeah. But you can, I, I mean, clearly lips, clearly fillers and Botox. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe her story about her nose job. I believe that Jen Shaw's probably loved herself most of her life. Shaw amazing. Yeah. When I, I mean, she's always been beautiful, so what's not to love when you're looking in the mirror? I mean, yeah. we all see things that we don't love. But I bet you that um, she probably didn't go crazy on plastic surgery out of like any type of insecurity Mm-mm. no i don't think so either um whitney just goes on ahead and she's just like oh yeah i got fillers botox i got this lifted <laughs> she just goes off and names all these lists but she's like these are real these are natural these are natural they're, they might be they're higher. huge i i think that she had this surgery like yesterday because they are so swollen they're enormous i know that they're higher up but... and i'm sure there might be like pushed in from the I don't know and listen I'm not complaining don't get me wrong they are um, amazing but it's really hard to look at anything I can't focus on Atlanta housewife reunions and now I'm having a hard time focus on this one because of all the cleavage these are natural I agree it's you know (laughs) I love cleavage but dang I'm trying to focus (laughs) we got notes to take we got things to discuss you guys put those away put those away What were we talking about anyway? Put on your sweater. What are we doing? (laughs) Can you please wear a bodysuit, not form-fitting, for the next reunion so we can take our notes? (laughs) Um, So we move on to Jen's assistants. We love you, Stuart. 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 Hey, it's it's Stu Jones. And then the master of shade, Andy. What do they do other than admire you? I know. But she says she's got like a bunch of different ventures and they all do a little bit of something. They they give us those annoying pop-up ads that make us feel like God is watching us. <laughs> that's what they do. For those people who don't understand, that's what that's what it sounded like in a nutshell to me. Every time you open up your phone, you're like how did they know I was just talking about that? It's because Jen Shaw and her eight assistants are listening through your phone. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that is some deep conspiracy stuff. Big that, is bro- some, that is some like scary. Big Brother is Jen Shaw and is the Shaw Squad. The Shaw Squad <laughs> is Big Brother. Oh my God. They know what you're doing. They know when you use the bathroom and what you're looking at on your phone. <laughs> So that the next time you look at your phone, they're whispering, they're whispering good, sweet nothings in your ear. Well, I don't know what she does, but I like it. That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's some paranoid stuff right there. <laughs> you don't believe that the Shaw Squad is Big Brother? Well, now I'm kind of freaked out. I don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight. <laughs> Cover your webcam on your computer right now. <laughs> We love you, Jen Shaw assistants. <laughs> yes, we love you, Jen Shaw. Master Shaw. <laughs> we didn't do anything, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we're moving into a thing that I still have a hard time talking about. And we've talked about Sharif not being at Jen's father's funeral. We're still blaming the job. And you know what? I understand what you have told us in the past about maybe she was kind of brushing it off. Maybe she wasn't dealing with it yet. So he didn't feel the urgency to be there with her mm-hmm. um, because she gave off that type of vibe. Yeah. But, you know, I just still don't get it. I yeah. don't understand how at a moment's notice... 
I mean, he he wasn't there. I just don't get it. Yeah, because I agree. Like, if if I if you were away and I told you like the funeral is going to be like next week, you would make sure a hundred percent to be there, no matter what. Yeah, if the, and your work, like, what is your work going to say? No. Yeah, they're gonna, they're going to send someone else You're... to do my job. I mean, I mean, it's not like did they have a day's notice? Was he like did he pass away and then was um, buried or whatever on the very next day? It's not like he, I just don't get the it. whole situation's unfortunate, and I Jen shouldn't have let this go on this long. And then for Andy to, I mean, you know, sometimes your questions are suggestive. So for Andy to kind of suggest that something might have happened in their past. That she, mm. you know, might have been afraid to talk to him. I was like, "Yikes! That's we're we're really in a dark moment here." Well, it seems like Jen Shaw has temper tantrums a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, but Sharif seems so clear-headed on this show, and I I hope I I hope he's been trying to. I bet just since then he's probably spent every chance he get trying to make it right. Yeah. Hopefully he I had hope remorse, so. and for I hope it's not there. just because he's on TV. No, hopefully it was before they ever started. Hopefully he's had remorse for not being there, and hopefully he's been trying to make it right. Yeah, well, you don't. You're not with somebody for like what 22 years and not have sympathy yeah. for him. And then uh, someone said, "For a woman in your 50s, I was like, Dang. that is hateful, nasty." I think I read that she's in like her mid to late 40s. Mm-hmm. I could believe that. Yeah, um, Jen says that she's always been temperamental, and Mary says, "Gotta bring it right back to Mary." Mary. Mary says that she feels like she's a trigger. And I and I believe that 100%. I've been saying that on ep- other episodes. The second she hears Mary, she loses it. And I think we've all seen that Mary is a trigger for... Well, here's the deal, again. And we even see when Jen Shaw kind of laughs at Mary later. The problem is, Jen Shaw just doesn't respect Mary. That's Mm-mm. really all it is. She thinks that she's a kook. Yeah. And she really doesn't care about what Jen Sha- or what Mary has to say. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. But I really felt like that thing in the 50s, being called a woman in the 50s, was being hateful. And also, I'm like, Lisa, why are you disagreeing? Lisa's like, no, I don't think that you are a trigger for Jen Shaw. And I'm like, it's clear that she is, Lisa. Why? Okay, again, why hasn't Lisa or Meredith asked Mary why she said that they were afraid of Jen Shaw? I don't, I don't get this. Certainly it's going to come Lisa, up. It has to. Lisa is a very strong, opinionated woman, and she brings up everything else. But when it comes to Mary, like, even when Mary kind of, like, attacks Lisa, Lisa doesn't even go after her. Well, you know, Mary will use your words against you, so maybe that's why. Mary, even right here, like, says, those were your words. Those were your words. Those were your words. Those were your words. So maybe they're not having the conversation with Mary because they don't want Mary to tell the truth. I don't know. I don't know, but because when, when Lisa called uh, Meredith to talk to her about um, the Las Vegas trip, she was like, I miss you so much, Mary. I need your church. I, I need you. So I'm like, how can you say that Lisa wasn't nice to you? Well, listen, you can't trust Mary to not tell the truth when it's going to work for her, and you can't trust Mary to lie probably when it's going to work for her. Oh, God. So if, if Mary had anything on me, I would not trust that she had, wouldn't tell it, people right on national television. But, um, you know, again, everyone agreed that Mary does trigger Jen. Yeah. Then Jen is asked if she's given Heather an apology <laughs> about screaming at her after the 20th party. 
Yeah. And Heather says no, and Jen immediately apologizes. <laughs> yeah, she I'm sorry. And Andy can't help but laugh about it. He's like, it's been like over a year. <laughs> Andy and Heather did not buy that apology. But you know what? I 100% agree with um, Heather. Heather wants an over-the-top apology because that's the way Jen does everything. She wants that same vigor, that same energy, that same push yeah. to be to be like forgiven to be like this is how i see you but really jen shaw's just like oh, i'm sorry yeah heather did not want an apology for that screaming moment she wanted an apology for she a wanted... season's worth yes of bad behavior and bad friendship yeah but it's so lackluster you could tell it just doesn't mean anything and you could knowing jen shaw you know it doesn't mean much well yeah but jen shaw i think really i'll give her a little bit of a defense i think that she really thought that she was just apologizing for that one moment yeah and, oh, I do. And I, I do feel like she meant it, but I do understand why Heather is like, this isn't near enough of what I need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Talk about loyalty. Talk about ride or die. I've been that. And so why aren't you just, why aren't you just stopping this reunion right now to be like, I owe you so much mm-hmm. of an apology and all of these other things for the way that I've treated you. And Mary is just so... She is blown away about how Heather can still want to be friends with Jen Shaw, you know, like, cause, and Heather says, I want to be that type of friend where you can yell at me and scream at me, but I'm still going to help you when you need it. Yeah. And and some of these ladies don't understand that. And I'm kind of the same way a little bit, but damn girl, I'm the kind of friend that you can yell to me. Like, if you're going through a hard mm-hmm. time and you just need to yell and scream and cuss and whatever, and you just need to do it, I'll be glad to be that friend for you. But I will not be the friend that you yell at. Yeah. You are not. You can yell to me, but you can't yell at me. You can't mm-hmm. tear me down. Yeah. I, I'm done yeah. with you. I'm done with you after that because I am what I believe to be a very selfless friend. So I'm not going to tolerate <laughs> much less well mary on the other hand would probably watch a child fall through the ice because she told him you know that ice is thin out there don't go out there but you deserved you it you deserved it you, you went out there it. <laughs> cold as ice <laughs> <laughs> I, you know we can't have a we can't possibly have a conversation without mary bringing it back to her <laughs> we can't. well that's other and jen i love you you should where's my apology mary's like but where's my apology <laughs> <laughs> Lisa and Heather, we knew each other back in college. <laughs> I didn't know you. Well, who, who knew me when, y'all? <laughs> y'all knew me last year at the, the at the PF Chang. <laughs> Nobody invited me snowmobiling. <laughs> <laughs> you bring it back to you. Listen, you stay in this game, Mary. You hold on to those balls as hard as you can. I need everything. I need oxygen. I need doxygen. I need estrogen. Estrogen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let those balls drop. And you can feel that weight and the heaviness. <laughs> feel those balls. Let those balls be. Just let those balls be. <laughs> oh my gosh, this episode. Are we gonna, okay? Talking about balls, are we gonna get into vagina game? You know what? Before we get into the vagina. Let's take a break. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> Before we get into anyone's Let's vagina. Let's lube our throats a little yes. bit. <laughs> Before we get into that vagina. 
Oh my God! Yeah, what did you ever, I, I don't think I've ever. I said think that we've in my been life. spending too much time with the wrong people. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I love you, girls. All right, let's take a break, and we'll be right back. Bye. <laughs> All right, and we're back, and we're going to open up Jen's vagina. On the vagina. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to open up getting into Jen's vagina. Are we going to get in deep? (laughs) I'm so not going to do this. You just, like, kind of stared off in the... What? (laughs) I don't know what to... I don't know how to talk about vaginas. (laughs) Well, honestly, I don't think there was a vagina. You don't think that Jen Shaw has a vagina? No, I think... <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. No, she has a vagina. I was saying, I don't think anybody saw a vagina. Well, I believe they did. But there might be a little bit of validity to Jen Shaw's story. Mm-hmm. About the whole uh, Meredith smoking upstairs. Yeah, Jen says that Brooks wasn't mad about the vagina; that he was mad about Meredith smoking. Hmm. I I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't know. If I saw a per- person's, did Meredith say, "Jen, your vagina is showing"? Did anyone ever do that? No, nobody Does it ever that. mention it here at all. And plus, women. I grew up with a lot of women, and I think women are very careful to not flash their pubic area unless they're trashed. Yeah, I mean, again, it might have been an accident either way. I mean, but... her legs, she like, as you see her doing the high kicks, she has her hand on her skirt, she's facing away from him, and yeah. she has her legs tight, and she's just kicking up in the air. But, away we, from but you know, we do hear that either Meredith or Jen, we're still not sure. Somebody got so somebody got so out. Yeah, somebody got... And <laughs> they're both like, no, you did. No, no, you did. But again... Why did this vagina thing go on for so long? Why didn't Meredith or Brooks, for that matter, even be like, just so you know, you're flashing us. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure... But I mean, honestly, uh, I think they're good enough friends to be like, oh my God, I just saw your vagina. You know, just laugh it off. Instead of being like, oh, I saw my vagina. You know, it's just so stupid. Do you believe that Jen videoed Meredith smoking to have like stuff on her, like to have like evidence against her for God. Know, I like... hope so because that is such a devious housewife thing to do. <laughs> like I kind of wish, I kind of hope she did. Well, you know, and Meredith. But is... who cares if Meredith is smoking? I mean, no one really. And I Meredith, she, you know, she learned her lesson. You can tell from not being so upfront with everything until towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And now she's being very open about her and Seth, and being very open about. And even this her moment, life. she's like, "Yeah, sometimes I smoke, and if I've had a few drinks, who cares?" I mean, and I think. A lot of people can say that. But I can definitely see Brooks getting irritated about it. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I don't think that takes a whole uh, too much. But I really enjoyed going back and forth. Who got drunk and who passed out? I know. I love that little back well, and I forth. Lo- I'm like, well, listen, it sounds like y'all have had some fun, though. I if think both been... y'all passed out. Well, I mean, if there's been more than one occasion where someone's passing out, it sounds like y'all are having a good time. I don't... What you complaining about? Gosh, I don't remember the last time I had to pass out on somebody's couch or in another room because <laughs> I got so trashed. Right. Um, Andy wants a tracksuit. I want one of those tracksuits. Mm. I want a tracksuit. Mm. They probably don't make them in my size. Do you think Brooks makes bear size tracksuits? I'll, I'll make one. It'll cost me like 25 oh, bucks. Oh, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. That's like offensive. I'll sell it to you for 300 <laughs> <laughs> Well, most people 
say that they sympathize with Jen, oddly. Not about this whole Meredith Brooks vagina thing, but about, you know, what she's been through and uh, growing up in Utah as a person of color. And then Mary brings her right back to herself about how everyone sympathizes with Jen, but not when Mary's attacked by Jen. Mm Mm-mm. Mary, that was snarky. That was not nice. Mary, that was snarky. That was not nice. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Young lady. Young lady. (laughs) You watch your mouth. It's not nice. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. (laughs) But Lisa, yeah, I loved it when she said that. But Mary is not buying to that Lisa's been a friend to her. And she goes, Lisa, you're quick to jump in. Worry about yourself. I'm like, Mary, you have inserted yourself in every single conversation in this reunion. (laughs) Mary snaps at so many people to mind their business. But thank you. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Mary. Good job, Mary. You uh, you have come alive. Nobody puts Mary in the corner of the closet. No, uh... <laughs> and then we move to the Lisa package. So the Jen Shaw package, I will say again, that was pretty mild. Very mild. I don't think it's over. Oh, no way. It no can't way. Be over. I mean, looking at the scenes for next week, there's just no yeah. way it's over. I mean, I honestly thinking about it before I even saw previews of the union, I thought it was 100% going to be like Mary and um, Jen, Shaw? Jen Shaw and Whitney being the whole focus of the whole thing. Oh, really? I didn't even think Lisa and Heather were going to even be, or Meredith for that yeah. matter. I, again, I don't know what's happened over the past year, but <sighs> So the Lisa package is about how much Lisa loves Lisa. That's literally... That is the most Lisa thing you Lisa has ever Lisa. said. <laughs> So, and it starts off with Lisa not answering the phone at Sundance. And you know what? I thought this was cheap. I thought this was a really cheap shot. I didn't like this at all. Mm-hmm. You know, when we talked about it several episodes ago ourselves, we even said, you know that Lisa's got it all lined up where there's a million people on call to make sure that everything's okay. And the kids didn't even need anything. They were just wanting to see if they could catch her on FaceTime. It was more of like a funny thing because they knew they weren't going to be able to get a hold of her. I thought this was a really cheap shot and it kind of pissed me off, to be honest with you, that it was even asked. I don't think anyone who watches this... I mean, Lisa does get called a bad mother on social media a lot, which I think is just wrong and hateful. Mm -hmm. I think that there's a lot of value in what she's doing, and we're not seeing everything that happens in their daily life. No. But I think that we can all see that Lisa loves those kids. You could tell that every all these women that have kids are very good parents. Yes. I don't care. People can dissect it all they want. In the end game, these are all very good parents. Even Lisa, if people want to say she doesn't spend quality times with her kids, dang, I would have loved to have like a parent be like, hey, I want to teach you how to do business and stuff. Do you want to start your own brand? I would have loved that experience. But we saw them go to the aquarium. We've seen yes. them do, Sam. And again, we only see a fraction of what mm-hmm. they do. I just thought this was a really cheap shot. I But I did... I'm glad that we saw some real emotion from Lisa here. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, again, whenever just recent... Did you see the one recently when she posted with Who's the Oldest Son? Oh, Jack. Jack. Or, yeah, Jack. And Jack was say, saying something and Rita's, Lisa's mouth were yes. l- moving along with it. Oh, my gosh. The coached little speech that he had yes. that Lisa was, like, 
wording with her mouth. Yes, yes. But when she looks at her kids, though, she can't wipe the smile off of her mm-hmm. face. She really can't. So I thought that was a cheap shot. I don't approve of it, Andrew Cohen. I'm just kidding. It's rude <laughs> and it's selfish. It's rude it, and it's selfish. That is perfect. <laughs> that is perfect. I do have to say something about all of... Now that we've kind of found our show is got with like a lot of sound bites. Every single time I say I love that or it's rude and it's selfish, I hear their voices in my head, the exact sound clips that we have. And like, I'm like standing right here. I say, I love that a hundred thousand times. We say, I love that. And every time I hear other people say, I love that, I hear Lisa, I love that. I love that. I love this. Oh, I love that. Gorgeous. I love it. Yeah, that was awesome. Seriously, everywhere I go. If you were a swinger, Hunter Harden, with which couple would you get down? <laughs> you know who. I know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly. Justin and Whitney. Yes. Notice Justin came first, clearly. Justin and Whitney, for sure. <laughs> um, I think we all know that mine would be uh, Seth and Meredith. You're obsessed with Meredith. You are obsessed with Meredith. Well, now that now that Heather Gay and I have already consummated our relationship, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> we basically have. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> now that we've already fallen in love, Druther mm-hmm. Harden would. You know, she's always excluded. But you know what? If I would go to the other side, I totally think Whitney is a girl I would totally oh, yeah. get with. Like she's yeah. gorgeous and funny and smart, and she's my age. You know, I would probably <laughs> date people my age if I was straight. Do you think? I probably would. I would think. I don't know. I and mean, people still have mommy and daddy uh, fetishes in, in the straight world. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but Whitney says only Meredith. Only Meredith. She's not into Seth. Only Meredith. Which, <laughs> probably because she's a married woman, and that's why well, she says that. Yeah. But, Mer- but Seth's got a hot bod, and he's got a handsome face. Are you seriously taking your pants off on camera? And he's funny. As long as he just never wears that hoodie again, I'd, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Um, uh, you got nothing on Travis. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Travis Holman. I'm thinking of, I've been talking about Travis Holman from Dallas lately. He's so hot. You're talking about Justin. Uh, Justin. How many, how many Real Housewife husbands can I pick? Right? <laughs> well, I mean, in Salt Lake City alone, I'd hook up with, I think, probably all the husbands I would. Um, I wouldn't hook up I'm like, with. I'm not dying to, but I would. I wouldn't hook up with um, Lisa's. Or Robert Sr. I don't know if I'd hook up with Robert Sr. Or Robert. Sr. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about Robert Sr. But yeah, I think I only have one that I'm really into. Well, no, I think that um, John Barlow is hot. He's just not my flavor. So I would hook up with him. I just wouldn't like That's just because you're a slut. Trite. Right, right, right. Trite. <laughs> Tis right. Tis right. Um, does Lisa have room to grow? No, I'm very comfortable with myself. Like, I know what I have to do. You cannot do what I do and not be who I am. Well, she doesn't have enough time to... She doesn't care enough about people to judge, so that's definitely something. <laughs> well, even though when you're comfortable yourself, you, even though you might come across snobby with a stick up your butt... Nice. I do come across as snobby. What, and what you do you come miss? across, you have a stick up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and Lisa says that people think that she's cold, but she is warm and that she is nurturing. And I believe that. I believe that there is that side to her. I think Lisa has a very small bubble. Yeah. You know, that she has let people in. So, and I think yeah, the same sure. thing with Meredith. She hates to be vulnerable. I get mm-hmm. it. I'm the same way. She hates to be vulnerable. And then um, when she talks about how warm she was by helping Whitney get when her clothes came late from and then it was beeped out. 
Where did yeah, her clothes come from? Why, why was, was it a dig? Yeah, why? I okay. So you know, for one thing, there's nowhere around here. There's no, there are no boutiques that sell like couture that sells all of those high fashion name brands. So I do know that. Uh, ladies from around here, especially when they're not travel, order them from a lot of online retailers and sometimes even discount. Uh, you know, you can get Chanel, um, you know, when for me, 50% off of $1,000 is still way too much money. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, 75% of $1,000 is still too much yeah. money. <laughs> but for, you know, so I think it was probably to do with like one of those online high fashion name brand uh uh-huh. Maybe discounted. I kind of thought maybe it was like you bought it from one of those like China factories or something like that. She was kind of saying something like that. Like it was like a, a like you said, rip off kind of form of some kind of outfit. <laughs> Either way, I, I don't know. Either way, it got bleeped out. out about that. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Lisa, but Lisa, <laughs> Lisa wants to lift everybody up, and you know what? She could write a book. Well, you should write with a book. liking myself. I won't read it. Yeah, she's too uh, Heather Gay, the the best line of the night probably. The best line of the night. She, but <laughs> Heather Gay is too busy reading Lisa to read Lisa's book. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, good one. Uh, you should write a book. I, I won't read it, but you should write a book. Totally, totally. <laughs> put in the effort, put in the time. I'm not going to read it. <laughs> and I won't tell anyone about and it. I, <laughs> oh, it such but a good maybe line. it'd be a good use of your time. Uh, but you know what? It, is it confidence or just being conceited? That's how, that's that whole like line that well, Lisa's putting off. Well, according to Lisa, confidence is what got her where she is today. Mm. And then let's have it bring it back to Mary. Bring it back. <laughs> we haven't even talked about Mary yet this episode. Yet we've talked about Mary this I entire know. episode. <laughs> I know Mary's like Lisa. Why? Why are you saying you take me with a grain of salt? <laughs> <laughs> and then Jen tries to jump in. Jen shot her, but Mary shuts her down. Nobody's talking to you. Nobody's talking to you. And even Jen's just like, oh. But she she <laughs> kind of she giggles. She thought, she, this is more. She did it earlier in the season too. Jen mm-hmm. Shaw thinks so little of Mary that when Mary tries to like puff up her feathers that Jen just thinks it's funny. Oh yeah, totally. And she just does not. Uh, but yeah. when uh, when Mary says she doesn't make people feel less than, cue the sound bites. Why are you getting away? Why? No, don't start doing that. Take care of yourself. Eat right. Drink water, please. Sean, you look healthy. Look alive. Have you guys really been practicing like I asked you to? Okay, this is called Who Can Follow. Got it, Joy? <laughs> I am so glad that I have learned keyboard shortcuts for emojis on my computer just so I could put the head explosion emoji there. <laughs> Seriously, like that's my head. I was like, what? I was like, you like belittled your entire choir. Did you see the season in front finale? Of America? Did, <laughs> did you see the season finale? Well, maybe not by the time that they recorded the reunion, but holy Dang. cow. <laughs> you made everyone. Y'all, don't be in her choir. <laughs> Seriously. You'll get like belittled and brought down. And then when Lisa calls her out, Mary does a really poor deflection. Well, don't talk about my church. I don't talk about your tequila. I'm like, Mary, one of these things are not like the other, sister. <laughs> one of these things are not like the other. And then Andy asks everyone if Mary or Lisa, is it, did they ask if Mary or Lisa had made everyone feel less than? 
Oh, uh, Lisa, Lisa. No, I thought it was Mary that he asked, does does anybody feel like Mary makes anybody feel less than? Uh, Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But finally, we get a chance for Meredith to defend Lisa. And she speaks. Finally, she defends Lisa and just really suggests that everyone is just not interpreting Lisa's intentions, not, uh, you know... Like I said, Lisa's voice can come off very um, arrogant or snobby to some people's ears. Unless you know who she is and the type of focus that she has... Hearing it for the first time, you're like, God, you're full of yourself. No, she's just really proud of herself. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I feel like we took some time to warm up to Lisa. I didn't like Lisa when we first started this. And now we're big fans. I like Lisa. So, I love Lisa. I love that. So, um, I get it. Um, How you can... And, you know, people judge you uh, from first impressions, and sometimes that can really even change the way that you communicate. Yeah. Um, we're going to go back to the bartenders, and Whitney tries to clear things up that she can afford her own bar, <laughs> but she wanted to give Lisa the chance to promote the Vita. Yeah, this whole thing was just misunderstood, and it doesn't even need to really be talked about. <laughs> but Whitney has the biggest fail in reunion history, maybe, when she so proudly <sighs> yanks out those receipts. She doesn't I do she doesn't like the term receipts. So we'll call oh. it evidence. Evidence. We'll call it evidence. Ooh. So when Whitney yanks out her printed evidence, <laughs> she you can see on her face she's so proud and she was ready for <laughs> such a big, big moment like dun dun dun. And then you can't even read the print. The faded Z-Rock papers of Salt Lake City. The... <laughs> Next week on the faded Xerox papers of, of Salt, Salt Lake, Lake City. City. I can't read this. The... <laughs> <laughs> it's too faded. Put it up for the light. I felt bad. I felt bad because that could have been a really great moment. I know that Whitney Who was Who was excited. it that brought a... In- complete binder with Emily like, Simpson wasn't it Emily Simpson at OC I can't remember but oh no she, no no it was Monique Samuels from uh, yes Potomac. Monique because she had yes. and she had like placers like where to pull like yes. little quick yes. tags I was like girl yes, you Emily like Simpson spent some time yes. on that yes well Whitney came with her own uh, evidence thank you Whitney for being the first housewife of Salt Lake City to bring yes. out yes. evidence uh, and thank you that it went so poorly to be honest with you because what was listen the faded about? Xerox papers of Salt Lake City will go down in history <laughs> Um, Heather says that she's been traumatized by what Lisa has done to her. And then Lisa's like, uh, uh, no, you've traumatized me. <laughs> and Heather, Heather's, but she's not blown out. She's like, yeah, by calling you a bitch, which quite frankly you are. If I said openly about me other than calling you a bitch, which quite frankly you, you are. Me di- <laughs> I love Heather's response to being Lisa's friend. Seriously. <laughs> I'm so thankful for our friendship. Oh, I'm so thankful. You're just awesome. You're humble to me, and you're so I love our friendship. She's such a smart ass. And uh, Whitney and Heather really do kind of use some of the same verbiage to kind of come against Lisa. And so I can see why Lisa feels that maybe they were conspiring against her before the reunion. Because they do. Uh, there are some common themes that come with Lisa Barlow mm-hmm. that you probably don't even have to communicate about before the reunion, but... I would say dismissive is a great word for people that don't understand Lisa. There's your key word, dismissive, dismissive. I love it. I'm going to use it a lot. I, would... I think that dismissive's perfect, and I... 
Lisa, don't take that the wrong way. If you are listening, that you are dismissive. It's just that it's just that you're a very strong, independent alpha woman, and you're so focused on your business that it could rub people the wrong way sometimes. But like Meredith says, that's not who you are. Well, I can also say that like when we go to back before COVID, when we were going to a lot of public events, mm-hmm. and we would see a lot of people that you know, like I, I we were Facebook friends or social media friends, or we followed each other somehow on social media, and you know, like, do I know them? Mm-hmm. Or, do, or do I? Should I say? hi i don't know if i should say hi and so i ended up being shy and not saying mm-hmm. hi and then feeling i do that like, all the man, time I'm, I'm sure they think i'm a total yeah jerk. and then i'll go on facebook and i'll see that they were at that party and i'm like dang i should have said hi to them i know yes. that is sometimes i wish people would wear like name tags but it's their profile picture from facebook yes so i could be like oh i know that oh, you know, we're not you know we're too old to talk about facebook remember myspace <laughs> yes, their MySpace. Prof- that's exactly what they need. Uh, uh, Along and the bottom is their top nine. I mean, is Instagram still? Is that too old, or are the kids still using Instagram? I'm still using Instagram, and I'm like ten <laughs> <laughs> on some days. Hey, <laughs> but we're getting towards the end, and Lisa's starting to break. If you want to keep coming for me, come for me. You're missing out because I actually have a lot to offer. Lisa is She's about to have enough. If you want to come for me, come for me. But you're missing out because I have a lot to offer. And I... I agree. I, I, like I agree that. with that. I thought that was a good way to sum it up, Lisa. Oh, very much so. I, I really like that. I liked, um, you know, um, Heather Gay's response to being like, Are, do you still want to be friends with Lisa? I thought that was really elegant how she's like, I want to champion for her and all that stuff, but we're just not like friends right now. But it's not like I don't want to not leave it open for us to be friends. But we kind of wrap up this reunion with Lisa saying that it's Heather's words and Heather's actions that have kind of incited the world to hate Lisa and to threaten Lisa. But Heather's like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not accepting that. Yeah. Uh, You did that to yourself. If you showed a different person on on, on the show, people wouldn't be saying any of that stuff. But... Again, people on social media are so nasty and so mean right away. It's not right at all to say those things, but it's not Heather's fault. No. It's not Heather's fault at all. No. But wow, what a first episode. That was, I I mean, there's two more of this to go. Mm Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Well, friends, thank you so much again for listening to us this week. Don't forget, we will have our bonus episode with our Live Love Lab compadres. Drether Hardenwood. Drether Hardenwood. And um, starting next week, oh my gosh, this is the very last week that we are the Real House Bears of Salt Lake City. Yes, we are going to officially change everything and we're going to be the Real House Bears. So next week, we're going to start off splitting our time between Jersey and the Real Housewives last two reunion episodes. Yes, last Salt Lake City. Um, We have already started the switch on our social media. So on Instagram and Facebook, you can find us at The Real House Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears. That's stinking character limitation. Mm -hmm. And you can email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. And you could find us on YouTube as well. We are The Real House Bears. And you could also find us on Apple and Spotify. We're Anchor our, Podcasts are our sponsors. Anchor Podcasts are our sponsors. And you could find us at The Real House Bears Podcast. There you go. So we will see you all next week. Thank you so much for a great time. Have a good one, guys. Happy Bye. Valentine's Day. Okay, love you. Bye.
Okay, it's on. Testing, testing. Testing. Happy Valentine's Day. It is Heart Day or Galentine's Day. <laughs> or Palentine's Day. For pals? Yeah. This is just a test. You're a test. <laughs> You're <laughs> testing me.